Um, there's all types of way to grow. It's just you have to be committed to something and you have to be about something. Yo, yo, yo. What up? Welcome to the Mindful and Ruthless Podcast, where you will learn the mindset, strategies, and the tactics in order to develop a full-stack life. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Sagi Schreiber. I'm a designer and entrepreneur and the host of the show. My guest today is a super talented and successful rapper. Yes, rapper. Um, he was deep in the rap game, building his rapping career, traveling on tours across the US. But when he became a father, he made a bold decision. He decided that he wants to stay at home with his kids and his wife instead of living his life on tour. The calling to be a present dad and husband was bigger to him than being a famous rapper. And he decided to ruthlessly listen to his gut feeling despite his fans, social environment and current success. With this super bold decision, our guest decided to become a stay-at-home dad and eventually started documenting his life, raising his children. Eventually, he landed a YouTube channel with, he called it Belief in Fatherhood, and that belief was his rapping name. And I'm happy to say that just prior to being on the show, his YouTube channel just crossed the 100,000 subscribers mark. And this basically now provides for him and his family. In the super inspiring interview, we talk about his story, his bold decision you know, that he had to make. We talk about the importance of having a long-term vision, about consistency, about accountability, and about doing things out of passion. And out of, you know, for a brief moment even, we talked about parenting. So ladies and gents, I'm very excited. It's my pleasure to present to you Glenn Henry, Belief in Fatherhood. Let's get mindful and ruthless. All right, what up, everyone? I'm here. Uh, my name is Sagi Schreiber. I'm a digital designer and entrepreneur, and this is the Mindful and Ruthless Live Show. And today we have with us Glenn Henry. Glenn, what's up, man? What up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Oh man, I like like I said before, like I missed you. Um, we, we met back in uh, about like uh, four months ago. Um, and I haven't seen him since. And you know what? Like, you really inspired me when we met. And uh, we met at wow. the Social Media Marketing World. And, you know, since then, I'm like, I got to get Glenn on the show. So I'm very happy to have you here. Man, I'm happy to be here, brother. I appreciate you and all the grinding you've been doing. And um, very inspiring meeting you, too, man. You got me on the mic, which is really rare. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I know that, by the way, everybody, I know uh, you guys are used to uh, one hour shows, but this one's going to be brief. We have only 30 minutes. So Glenn, we're going to get the best out of this. And I'm going to start by basically asking you about your story, because I, I mean, that's the one thing that w w as soon as you started telling me your story, I'm like, oh, my God, you're like, <laughs> you're really an amazing person. So please let us know what, what's your story, like how, how you came to be what you are doing right, right now. Yeah. Um, so I started out as an MC back in uh, 2005 or 2006. I wrote my first rhyme. I uh, was doing that for years. And um, I had my first child in 2013. And I got to the point where I was like, man, like I'm sitting here rapping in front of all these kids and traveling around the world and the country. And it was really awkward, like leaving my family to um, kind of pursue kind of pursue and like pour into other kids um, when I had my own kid, you know? And so um, I kind of got really convicted. And then um, in 2015, um, I was working a job and we had our second child. My wife was like, yo, like, I think you can make money from doing music. Um, 
And once you just quit your job so we don't have to pay more daycare bills, why don't you just like be a stay at home dad? And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm not, wasn't really trying to do it. Um, but you know, it was like something I knew that I, if I wanted to do it, like this was the time. And so I did that. And while being home and hanging out with my kids and, um, like struggling through stay at home dad life, I started putting videos up on Instagram and then, um, people were telling me I should start a YouTube channel. And then I started a YouTube channel and then it was like, I see, start from Instagram. Huh? You started from Instagram. I didn't know that. Yeah, I started on Instagram. That's why I had most of my, like I had like 4k on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and, um, that was something that was like, people were interested in and we didn't really know, like, you know, what to do from there. But I started a YouTube channel. I was of course influenced by people like Casey Neistat. And um, I started to like develop my style, uh, which was kind of like really similar to his style, but I had a subject. He didn't have a sub, he wasn't the subject himself. My subject was the kids. And so I just spend time with the kids and I watch them and I just talk about my reactions to them being unconsolable, them like struggling through the day, you know what I mean? Not eating their food and stuff like that. And it just became a thing. (laughs) So, yeah, I make videos about how great it is to be a father, how hard it is to be a father. My hope is to um, equip fathers, um, give hope to mothers, and inspire children. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that, that, when you say it like, like that, and, you know, it's just like in a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, stay at home, dad. Instagram, 4K, YouTube, 100K. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, it's like um, you achieved so much in so little time. So, mm-hmm. um, when you started doing Instagram, did, did you ever think that you would have, like have audience for that? Or did you do it just for fun, just for like up for the giggles, you know? Absolutely not. I didn't think of it as a business move. I just knew that it was something that I should be paying attention to uh, because that's where eyes were. You know, um, mm-hmm. a lot of us know, you know. Uh, by listening to people like Gary Vee and stuff like that, we know that being where people's eyes are is important. Um, I didn't really understand why it was important, um, but I knew that I had to have my audience and my fans get in touch with me some way. And that's what like being a hip hop artist was kind of like, it was like, Oh, here I am rapping over here and I'm chilling with the homies and I'm eating this. Like, and it was just kind of so purposeless to me. Um, and you know, my numbers started out at 4k on Instagram. That's where kind of started the YouTube career. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, um, but what, what really happened was it was a moment with my wife. Um, and I was sitting around 4k on Instagram. I had like, um, geez, I had, I guess not weird number on you on Twitter. Um, like I, I, my numbers weren't really that great. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that for me. Right. Uh, and so my wife, we were laying in the bed one night and she goes, Hey, tell me a bedtime story. Right. And I'm like, it's 1130 at night. I'm not trying to sit here and imagine it. I'm tired too. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so she's like, nah, like tell me a bedtime story. I was like, I don't want to tell you a bedtime story. Cause I, I, you know, I was like, I don't feel like performing right now. And she was like, well, tell me your five-year goal, five-year plan. And um, she asked me what my five-year plan was. And I was so shocked that I, 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 I didn't have an answer for, her. you know what I'm saying? It was just kind of like this really vague, Oh, whatever God has for us. You know what I mean? And yeah. she was like, well, I'm trusting you with my family and my future. And you don't have five years planned out, rolled over and went to sleep. 
And I was like stuck. Like, you know, she just hit me with this haymaker and went to sleep and I could not sleep. And I sat there and I thought about it and I thought about it. So then I hit up one of my homeboys who always asked me tough questions. I said, yo, my wife asked me what a five-year plan was. I didn't know my five-year plan. And then he goes, okay, we'll come to my office and we'll figure it out. He put out this big whiteboard and he was like, okay, five years from now, where do you want to be? I said, I don't know. That's why I'm here. He said, 10 years from now, where do you want to be? I said, I don't know. And he said, well, what about 15 years from now? Where do you want to be? And I said, well, 15 years, I'll be 45 years old. I don't want to be rapping anymore. I know that. He said, okay, well, you don't want to be rapping. You don't know what you, you know what you don't want to be doing, but what do you want to be doing? I said, well, I want to be telling people how great it is to be a father. He was like, okay, well, who do you want to speak to? I said, well, I want to speak to people who are, who are, who are parents, you know? And I said, 15 years from now, you know, they'll be 30. So right now they're in middle school. He said, okay, well, where's their attention? I said, on the internet. He said, where at on the internet? And I said, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. He was like, okay, cool. You know that. So how often do you have to post on these platforms for you to grow in a 15 year span? So we did the research. It was twice a day on Twitter, one time a day on Instagram, once a week on YouTube at the time. And it was like all these things. And he was like, okay, well, if you follow this plan, you should reach this goal in 15 years. And that's basically what we did. <laughs> and two years later, I'm at hundred K on YouTube. I'm at, you know, 36 K on Instagram and um, you know, Twitter's 14K and you know what I'm saying? Like, but lo and behold, my wife quit her job. She's not a math teacher anymore. And not only does she, she doesn't ask me what my five-year plan anymore is because I know what the plan is for tomorrow. I know what the plan is for 20 years from now. Like I have everything planned out. So she can't get me with that move anymore. <laughs> so this whole success story, it was just about like getting your wife to come down. <laughs> well, I'm really, it was, a, it's attributed to her because she's the one that was the, uh, the motivation, you know, yeah. she's the one yeah. that asked the tough question and put me in a compromised position where I would feel like I was challenged and disrespected by not knowing the answer to this. But really it was, it was, it was the catalyst to my movement, you know? Um, and so I have her to thank for it. She, she sounds like an incredible woman. And just saying, like, I, I saw her promote your, um, your, uh, Patreon back, back then on Instagram and stuff. And like, yeah. she's amazing. So like props and. <laughs> thank you. Like, yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. She's good yeah. people for sure. Uh, yeah. So, and, um, all right. So, so, I mean, right now you're talking like big numbers, like 100 K and such, you know, and, um, you're saying I had a 15 year old, uh, 15 year, uh, plan. And I just said, I'm going to go for that 15 year plan. Uh, and you reached pretty damn high numbers in two years. So for anybody right now, starting their brand, starting their business, right? Um, what's your suggestions in order to grow an audience online? Um, you know, I think having a plan is so important. Um, you know, I have, I had a very important like goal in set in mind for my YouTube channel. I wanted to hit hundred K in 2017 so bad. I wanted it bad and I didn't hit it, but man, I hit it in 2018, but I've never had a plan for any other platform. So if I just applied the same tactics that I had in on YouTube to Instagram, to Twitter, mm -hmm. to Facebook, I would grow that way. I think most of us think that, oh, well, our content is good enough so people should be paying attention and why don't my friends like my stuff? Um, but most of the time, we don't get support from people who know us. Most of those people are bandwagon people. It's very little of our friends who are actually innovators or who are going to follow you because you're great. They're going to follow who other people say are great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, we have to just trust our own genius, so to speak, and uh, have a plan. So if you want to grow on Instagram, 
say it right. You have to make a you have to make your grid look very appetizing. Okay, so you have to make your grid all kind of look the same, look together. Use the same you know five filters on uh, Visco. Edit your pictures the same way. Take twenty to sixty twenty to uh, yeah twenty pics per location you go to, and have about ten to post. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. your next five pictures will look the same and stuff like that. And you have to post daily. Um, you have to post uh, daily every four hours or something like that in the stories. Like you got to keep people engaged and keep them a part of your story. Um, and I think that's what so many of us, uh, we, we just don't put a strategy behind our platforms. You know, we just have like, oh, well, I want to grow and no one like this. And this only got 50 likes on so my out. This only got 20 likes on so my out. You know what I mean? I'm going to, you know, take it down. But that's not the key. The key is being consistent and pushing through even when it looks dim. Yeah, I mean, I think like consistency is super important. Um, and you're talking about like, you know, you have to be consistent and also kind of like be very uh, strict with how often you post. I mean, I know those days where right now I'm looking at myself and I'm like, I'm not making enough content. I need to up my game and, and you know, social presence and stuff. But but I know there's even people like, um, not even there are days when I, when I say, I, I'm just saying like, I don't have any stories right now on Instagram. I see you know, the empty circle around my, my profile and like, shit, you know, like I, I'm, I need to be there right now. And I know there's so many people that don't have that circle and never go in and do those stories and everything. Like, because they're saying, you know, I have so much going on in my life that how can I even do Instagram? How can I do YouTube? How can I do all these, all this content um, in the first place? So like, it's, 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 you know, it's pretty hard. Um, but what are your tips for those people that are really kind of like giving up on it in the first place? Because they're saying, I just can't be everywhere at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand that. I, I know how uh, that goes. But um, that's what I'm saying. The difference between having, like knowing you should do something and having a plan to do it. Right. So if you know, like today, you're going to be doing this Instagram, uh, you're going to be doing this Facebook live with me. Right. Uh, so you took pictures, you, you prepared for this, you had the, the, uh, the picture, you had the, the graphics for it. You sent it to me like two days ago. You know what I mean? Like you and get you prepared for this. So in every single time you do something, you should have a, a social media platform type situation prepared for that. Um, and so, uh, I feel like, you know, coming into these things, if you're going to have lunch with someone successful or you're going to uh, meet a meeting somewhere, um, you can plan around, look at, look at any parks um, on, on your map uh, app and just figure out like, okay, these are the, the, oh, they got a mural over here. That's dope. I'm gonna go take a picture in front of that. Or um, if you go, like if you're going to a city you've never been to before and you know what area you're going to be in, go to Instagram and look at the city through hashtags and see what are the landmarks over there where you can get dope pics. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to actually strategize for these things. If you're shaving and you're like, yo, um, this is my first time shaving with this type of razor, check this razor out or, you know, like whatever you can make an event out of anything. Yo, this is what I clean my glasses with. You know what I mean? This is my white mic and white background setup. Like you can do it all from that whole thing. It's just that we have to plan for it. We don't think that way. We think that it's something we have to make it a huge event and it's not true. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, coming from someone who's, who's built his uh, YouTube channel of 100 K around your lifestyle, you know, around just living. Right. Um, yeah. So it's, 
it's funny how I, I can see it like being so natural to you. Like, I you know, new Razor, do a story on it. Like, but some people are just like, Razor, story on, on you know, me just like shaving with the new Razor. You know, <laughs> it's like, it sounds so far away from them and far away from the, the old world. But this is a new world, right? This is a new world where you can actually become a brand by sharing your regular life. Um, so mm-hmm. it's something that I find very inspiring in what you do because basically you're, that's what you're doing, right? You're just like sharing your lives and, and the regular kind of like uh, things that a person goes through in a way. But then again, it's just like, that's the reason people connect to it because it's everyday stuff that they are also experiencing. So anyway, it's just like what connects people. Um, yeah. I'm a dad for a living. Like I get paid to be a dad. Like think about how crazy that is. You know what I'm saying? And most people are so used to learning stuff on the internet. Anyway, they just want to learn the same thing from several different people. Like people want to learn how to make and edit YouTube videos from me. Now I don't teach how to edit and you know i don't do that like that's not what i do but best believe if people want to pay me to do it like i'll teach them you know what i mean and so um they just want someone to follow and they want to they kind of want a leader in a sense yeah i mean that's it's pretty crazy um and and it's also inspiring um so i'll tell you what like i know we got only like 10 minutes this is like this has been super super short um one is i want to like we talked about like what pushed you over the edge. We talked about strategizing. We talked about the importance of having a plan to what you want to do. And I think that's something that really we should emphasize because a lot of people are watching this right now, hoping to grow, hoping to create success in their lives, but they haven't even formed a plan yet. Um, so that's very important to, to make a plan. Like you went and reached out to this person that you knew who sounds pretty smart by the way um that you know and uh you guys like if you have anything that on your mind right now that you or anything that you're um, um contemplating whether to to create in your life or to change in your life then you should just like get up your ass and get someone reach out to someone to some friend someone who can hold you accountable and just like have a session with them and plan um so i think that's that's something that really is important um to have also someone help you plan in a way Right. Yeah. Don't don't trip off the time, man. We can make a little bit more time. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. Thanks. So. So, anyways, so one thing is to reach out to someone to help you with the plan, um, and I think it's important. Uh, second thing is, um, so you have a couple things going on. Do you want to talk about like the the few things that you have going on? Because besides your YouTube channel, you have actually now two YouTube channels, right? You have the puppet, and you have a book that you wrote. Um, and like a children's book and, and that's pretty awesome. So can you uh, tell us a bit about the other YouTube channel and the, and the book? Um, yeah. So um, I have a, I have a YouTube channel belief in fatherhood. Then I have a second YouTube channel, Frank puppet, which is my kid's effort. I haven't really been posting on that channel lately because I've been trying, I've been going through some legal things uh, with that channel mm-hmm. and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, so okay. I'm trying to figure that stuff out in the meantime. Okay. Uh, but then there's um, this children's book called nice. It's Bedtime Now. Cool. Uh, this is, um, you know, a, a book. A ch- it's a book about, you know, trying to put toddlers to bed. So if you have children, uh, this is just one of those stories that, like, ushers them down before they go to sleep. It's really cute. It's uh, illustrated and uh, partly um, authored by a friends of mine, uh, RJ and Emily Vergara. Uh, but, yeah, I'm doing a lot right now. I got a podcast with my wife. And so right now what I'm thinking is, okay, like I told you, I'm, I know what I want to do 20 years from now. So my wife and I have a plan of like, yo, this is the thing, the ministry, the, the, 
the legacy we want to have in 20 years, 15, 10 years. And so right now, all the things that I'm doing and all the different things I have my hands in um, are to serve that 20-year purpose. Uh-huh. To serve that legacy, basically. To serve the legacy, the, the, the things we want to do together as a team, as a family, where we want to hang our hats. Something where it's like, okay, this is where, this is what we're retiring. Uh, this is where we're retiring. Um, this is where uh, people will invest. Um, this is where we can hire someone else to do the stuff that we can't do anymore. Like we're working toward that goal now. And I see it now before it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm making YouTube videos about being a dad. Now it's like, Oh yeah. I'm building a, uh, uh, I'm building up a tribe of people who want to be good parents and raise good children, but ultimately want to have successful marriages, you know? Um, and they want to have a, a reconciled family life. And so now that I know that it's like, I'm not only talking about kids stuff. I'm talking about marriage. I'm talking about parenting. I'm talking about how to reconcile with your mom and your dad who you don't talk to anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff plays a hand in it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, it's amazing what you're doing. And, and, um, it's also important to, once you have some kind of like, uh, like a target, like, you know, 20 years for you, it's like far away, um, and you can basically plan all your actions right now towards that target and know that whatever you're doing right now, if it's towards that target, you know that you're fulfilling yourself. And I think that's super important. And, uh, not, not enough people are thinking about this. Um, and yeah. so it's, it's really nice. And, uh, in terms of the, in terms of the, uh, videos about you being a parent, right? I mean, I mean, how do you, just like for asking, like as a parent myself, right? How do you get better at parenting besides doing these videos? I mean, do you also, I don't know, go to sessions and, and, or like read specific parenting books and how do you do that? Yeah. Well, I don't really have a lot of time to read. Um, uh, one, because I'm like a super slow reader and, um, I listen to audio books. Right. Um, but, uh, I'm not the greatest parent, right? I just document the times that are like, Oh, I'm doing this well, or I really suck at this. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but what I am is I'm a, I'm a very analytical person. So I always analyze everything. Uh-huh. So um, when, I'm listen- when I'm watching my kid and I see him looking around or trying to find a lie to tell or being curious about certain things, like I'm more inquisitive about the why behind it. So the other day, my son was standing on the couch, right? And I was like, bro, stop standing on my couch. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that, right? And so every time he would do it, he'd be like, Papa, Papa. And I'd be like, yo, what are you doing? I just told you to stop standing on the couch. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm having this real irritating like, conversation where I'm like, yo, I know you hear me. And so I was like, why do you keep doing that? Like, you know, and I threatened him. I was like, bro, do you want to get in trouble? Why do you keep doing that? And he goes, I, I want to stand on the couch because I can see you better from up here. You know what I mean? So basically what he was asking me was for eye to eye contact. He was asking for me for my full attention not so much to be disobedient and to stand on the couch. Uh-huh. These are things where I'm like, oh my gosh, bro. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to hate on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want <laughs> you definitely to get the full vision. Matter of fact, yeah. let me do one better and come down to your level and stand on my knees so that you can see me eye to eye. Cause that's what you're really asking for. So I think it's about studying relationships. Every single one of our relationships can be studied. We should have PhDs in our wives. We should have master degrees in our children, you know? Um, and yeah. so this is just the, what we go through is, as men, as fathers, um, we have the extreme opportunity to know our family first. I think it's amazing. 
that uh, it, it's like you get to do it as your one time, like as your job, but also I think that you're talking about being present for them and that's amazing. And, yeah. um, and also there's something about, um, you know, analyzing the situation at any given hand, which is also good for parenting, but it's also good for anything, you know, anything like, you know, you're in a business conversation, the conversation is not going well. If you're analyzing again, what's, what's the agenda here? You, come to terms you sometimes understand okay the person that right now is arguing with me has exactly what like the same goals as me like we both want this product to succeed how can yeah. we make this argument now like you know kind of support each other and bring value to this conversation or you know um, so and, and also with the kids I also really tried hard I mean I know not everybody listening or watching this live right now is um, our, our parents, but I know it's like super hard. Like kids can be super annoying. Like, you know, they can scream and they can yell and they can, um, do all kinds of stuff that we get mad at. But if you, before getting mad, the madness, when you're already mad, uh, is like flames. It's like a fire. Um, it's like a campfire. But if you look at just like the candles, each one, like just what, what lit your candles right now and, and you just become conscious of the situation at hand, just yeah. like the moment, then you can really, that's really good. All right. Um, so, uh, how much time do we have, man? Uh, we probably got like ten more minutes. Ten minutes. This. Okay. Cool. Um, so, I want to get and ask you, like, get into asking you about, like, a bit about um, maybe about like growth, right? Um, on YouTube. Um, I know that some people here are wanting to get on YouTube. Um, I'm specifically now just like I'm, I'm getting on YouTube. I just have like. I had my fifth uh, video published uh, um, last week and it's like, I'm really trying hard to make one video a week. I'm trying to do it the best way I can. Um, I'm right now sharing my documentation on the 10X conference after that, the social media marketing conference um, and, and my insights on those. And right now it's like, you know, I'm not seeing growth, you know, it's like really slow. So in terms of, um, like is, is the only way consistency or are there any tools that specific tools that you recommend stuff that you recommend, um, like strategies to take on YouTube? Um, you know, there, there's, there's several different ways. So some people post on what's searchable. So if right now, um, like what's really hot in the streets right now. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, Oh man. Any topic like, you know, holidays you say or like something like, which is time. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. So 4th of July is coming up, you know what I mean? So uh -huh. here are the top 10, five, uh, you know, here are the top 10 fireworks you can get that are legal in your state. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that's searchable stuff right before uh 4th of July pops off that most people are going, you know, the, the, you know, they're going the, the search engine optimization route. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to figure out what people are going to be looking for. Uh, so that it could get picked up. Um, I go a lot from purpose. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. my, I create content around purpose. Most of the time I don't conceptualize a content, uh, content unless I already have something shot. So most of the time I'm hanging out with the family. So people ask me, what kind of camera do I use? I use the camera that's closest to my leg when something's finna pop off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if my kids are about to fight, I turn on the camera and be like, hey, yo, knock it off. You know what I mean? Um, and then I make a, a, a video about violence or about how it's okay for kids to rough house or about, um, you know, giving 
kids a safe place to express themselves emotionally, even if it's anger. Like those are three different topics I can take off of one different alter, one altercation. Um, and for me, as a parent, I find more freedom in that than just going, I wonder what people are going to search for. How to grow a YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. it's going to be hard to make content about, you know, growing your following when you don't have a strong following. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so um, I, I'd, say, I'd, I'd say you do that secondary after you find something that you're super passionate about. So let's just say you're really, really passionate about um, you know, vitamins, you know what I'm saying? And like, you're like, cool. Yeah. We got, we got vitamin D, you know what I'm saying? Like vitamin D is low. Um, and a lot of people use the vitamin C, right? So they're using the, the vitamin C packs. The problem is that, uh, vitamin C don't work unless you get vitamin D, you know what I'm saying? And so if you can go on a whole rant about what vitamins are most important to you in your early twenties, that's a whole thing. People are, that's a small niche. And then later on, when you hit 20 K, you could be like, yo, this is how I grew to 20 K subscribers in a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, there's all types of way to grow. It's just, you have to be committed to something and you have to be about something. Um, a lot of people are very vague and they don't really know what their purpose is, um, regarding like what their voice means. And so some people are going to make content with a specific purpose in mind, like, I want people's audio to sound better or I want people to have to stop buying cheap microphones or cheap headphones or whatever it is. Um, you have to be passionate about that first and then move on to something else, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. I think I, I, I think I'm doing that. I'm like, I'm I really connect to the kind of like more just whatever is I'm passionate about and really have to say thing. Um, and I think it's just, an, maybe it's just like time and, and, you know, persistence uh, keeping on posting content and that will itself manifest and grow. Um, so that's something 100%. that I'm really trying to do. Um, all right. So like, um, in terms of, uh, specific tools, do you have any tools that you're working with while uh, doing the vlog, like uh, vidIQ or stuff like that? I used to like, first of all, never sign up for an MCN. Like that's rule number one for me. Um, MCNs tell you that they're going to give you, make you money and make your channel grow by 80% or something like that. And it's just not true. Like MCNs don't care about the smaller channels. They only use the smaller channels to fund the bigger channels. I've been a part of an MCN for almost two years now, and I just can't wait to get out. Um, I wasn't getting any money at first and they were like, we'll, we'll do a 60, 40 split. And I was like, cool. But then I started making mad money and I was still getting a 60, 40 split. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I guess so, I don't know what MCN is though. <laughs> yeah, it's a multi-channel network. So it's uh, like your 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 networks that are like, hey, we're we can get you in the Huffington Post and in BuzzFeed and this. And they're like these networks, and it's like they don't do anything, man. I mean, like for the most part, they don't. Um, yeah. I'm very much against MCNs. So um yeah, and those MCNs will give you stuff like um epidemic sounds epidemic sounds where you can get music in your videos. They'll give you things like vidIQ for free, but they're taking a lot of your money. So of course they're going to give it to you for free. Yeah. So I don't even use that stuff anymore. Um, I, because I'm an MC and I've been rhyming for years. I've, I have a great relationship with a bunch of different producers. So I get a bunch of music sent to me, you know, and it's all about using your resources. If in your former life you were a logistics manager and you can use some of your contacts from that to f help you 
move forward into your, your YouTube channel, then I would do that. If you were a cook, if you were an artist, then use those things to help you grow your channel because people are looking for small niches. When I first started out, it was parenting and cooking. I would, I would parent all day and then I would cook something to kind of meditate over it. It was kind of like this Wonder Years, Fred Savage type situation. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds good. Like, I mean, I mean in terms of um, going, we're going always back to, to, you know, just doing what you're passionate about, just like making content around that and not trying to be, you have to be strategic, form a plan go for that plan. But in terms of like you, the content you're making, you're making it in the moment, right? You're doing, you're making it as you go along in life. Um, right. So that's something that I, I also believe in. Like, you know, once you have a personal brand, um, then you can maybe change something right now about design, about entrepreneurship, but people follow Sagi Schreiber just because, you know, I'm just posting the same content, just me, you know, just like what I'm passionate about in the moment. So, um, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so, have you ever made any music sense? All right, just wanted to take a short break here. Um, if you listen to this episode all the way here, it means you probably find value in it, right? So, well, I wanted to just let you know that this is a weekly show and it's published first on the Mindful and Ruthless Facebook group as it's recorded live. Yes, this is a Facebook live interview and it basically allows you to interact with the speakers and myself and ask questions as we're recording the podcast and we are trying to answer all of those questions so if you haven't already be sure to search and join the mindful and ruthless group on facebook i promise you you'll find amazing value in joining this community as long as basically joining a community with a lot of other amazing entrepreneurs so all right back to the episode yeah so just like i said right like Music was something that like I was very heavy in and it, it I did it for years, right? And so it takes me like 30 minutes to write a verse. Um, now, because it takes me so fast, when I'm in the middle of like editing something and I'm like, man, this is boring. How can I spruce it up? Oh, I can write a song real quick and I'll just go into my computer, write a song and vlog and score it like score the vlog with something original. So I make music all the time. And if you want to hear my new music, just go watch the YouTube channel. It's right there. And, <laughs> yeah, that, and now by I the make way, that available. Yeah. You know, like when I make that available, all the songs are now available on my Patreon page where people can actually like become a part of our extended family and download the music for free. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Awesome. So yeah. So I, I heard the 100 K sound and it's actually a very nice clip. So <laughs> I could, Oh, thank you, bro. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, and lightning round. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So any books, articles, YouTube videos, or channels that you found super interesting lately and that you'd like to recommend the people uh, watching or listening to this? Yeah. Um, uh, there's a, a YouTuber called YC Imaging. He handles like a, bo- a bunch of different stuff about uh, – photography and video. He's really, really genius. Um, he talks about why it's important to like film at different focal lengths in a very easy to understand tone. I would check him out. Um, as far as books are concerned, uh, this book right here changed my life. I'm sure everyone's heard of it, uh, but it's called um, Building a Story Brand oh, by yeah, yeah. 
Donald Miller, right? I don't know. I'm sure you read it. It's an amazing book, but it, it literally, it, it'll, if you're in the beginning of your process, it's going to really help you with your brand. But it really stopped me. Like I just stopped creating videos for like two months just so I could think on who my actual audience was. And it really helped me figure out who my hero was, you know, and who the God I am too. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's amazing. That's a great, great, great recommendation. Um, so um, we talked about tools already. Uh, so we'll just skip to the final question. Where can we find you um, online? Like where would you want people to be directed to? Yes, B L E A F M E L on Instagram, Twitter, um, and anywhere really purposeful is, is Belief Mel. Uh, but on YouTube is B E L E A F in Fatherhood. So Belief like a tree, like yeah. Belief in Fatherhood. Um, and that's where you'll find me most entertaining. Um, my wife is amazing, amazing, amazing. Anyone watching this or listening to this should know that my wife is a brilliant, beautiful, like just amazing mind. Uh, and you should follow her on Instagram because that's where all the good stuff is. And her name is Mrs. Melanin, M-R-S-M-E-L-A-N-I-N. Um, and she uh, will be producing um, and she's now producing uh, our podcast, which is an amazing work. And I'm just so proud of her. We've had two episodes and um, we've had like 800 listens and a thousand favorites on Anchor. So it's um, it's a really, really, really good look for us uh, with that. So check her out there. And uh, yeah, man, that's and, where I'm at. And, and the podcast itself, like what's the name of the podcast? It's called How Married Are You? And it's uh, basically just like this kind of love language where we just kind of sit back and talk and like we're, we have really good chemistry. It's really entertaining, very funny. Um, the book, uh, It's Bedtime Now, is out. It's on my website, beliefinfatherhood.com. And um, yeah, I got some, some, some cool stuff coming with Frank, the puppet, and uh, just trying to nail all that stuff down. So, yep. Nice, man. Nice. Amazing. Um, so, and one last question from people here. Uh, do you, will you do IGTV? Yes, I will do. Well, my wife will do IGTV. Uh, she will do uh, the podcast on live, like uh, IGTV. And I'm trying, still trying to figure out what way I want to serve, what way I want to be a part of IGTV. I'm thinking that I'll probably do more tutorial stuff on IGTV, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not sure. Uh, but yes, I will be, um, but I don't have a plan for it yet. Okay. But whatever it will be, I'm sure we will all expect for that to be part of the plan of your vision or the 20 year vision. So exactly, um, <laughs> man, like Glenn, man, thank you so much for being here on the show. You're an inspiration to all of us. Um, and I'm just like looking forward to seeing you again in person, man. So thanks so yeah, much man. for your time. I'm honored. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Everybody listening or watching this, this is mindful and ruthless. The show is a weekly show, Facebook live interviews with success, successful entrepreneurs. Uh, you can find it on mindful and ruthless on Facebook and pretty soon right now, probably the time that you're listening to this is already out on the podcast, but it's very soon on the podcast as well. And on my YouTube channel. So everybody, this was another great episode. Dan, thank you so much, man. And catch you later. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love if you could help me out and please rate this on iTunes. This is a new podcast, so reviews on iTunes go a long way and also ensure that more people will just get to enjoy it. You only have to do this once, not every episode, and it has a tremendous impact. Also, if you haven't yet, I would love to invite you to join the Mindful and Ruthless group on Facebook, where I host this show live and also share so much more with the members of the community. 
This will be a chance for me to get to know you better and I love connecting with my audience. Alright, so until next time, remember to be mindful and ruthless. Ruthless with your gut feeling. Ruthless with your journey. Don't let anybody take you off your path, my friend. Keep on and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace! I go a lot from purpose. And it's all about using the resources. Who my actual audience was. And it really helped me figure out who my hero was. You know, who the guy I am too.